See, here's the question. Do the late nights follow um, the practice of me recording each night or does the uh, recording each night lead to later nights? It's, it's at past one, one o'clock. I'm super tired. It's funny because uh, only in the last couple of days has my, my sleep routine dissolved. Um, vacation is never kind to me. And I don't know what it is. I, I slept in on Thursday, which was the first day of my vacation, and Friday today. Uh, and I didn't even realize how badly I'd slept in both days. And both days I had something I needed to get done in the morning. So thankfully everything worked out. Um, but it was, it was surprising. I didn't even, I didn't even notice. And I don't, I think that's a good thing. I haven't had a lot of, a lot of time off for a while. I've taken a day or two here and there. I've done a lot of overtime plus my move. I technically was off work for a week. But because I had so much overtime on weekends and stuff like that, it kind of got absorbed into all of that. And it's not anything like um, time off. Uh, it was nothing at all like time off. So I, I've been, I've been, it's the last couple of days have just sort of been <laughs> dissolving. I've been waking up at 7.30 or 7 o'clock every morning for the last uh, two months, not stop, not fail. Uh, well, a, a couple of times I've slept in, but I knew I could. Uh, but suddenly, so but that's something I'm worried about. I don't want to be. I don't want to be pushing myself too far. I had just sort of started to, to recover. <laughs> but sleep will always remain um, an issue for me. I think it's it's interesting. I haven't really been doing this in the in the last couple of months. I've made a few posts here and there, made a few episodes. And it's interesting how out of practice I get about this and how how once in a while I do think, man, I'd love to talk to somebody about this. Like the the fact that I rearranged my room the other day. Um I rearranged this office too. This has now become my um my crazy headquarters for most of what I do is my office. I just bought two ridiculously large monitors, uh, kind of treating myself and I'm still not entirely certain it was a good idea. It's just a lot of monitor. I want a lot of monitor. Don't get me wrong, but I, I've been, I've been slowly in these last few weeks achieving the sense that I've been moving in. Um, this is something it will take forever to do, and I don't know if I'll be here forever, but that's, so that's frustrating. I have no idea where I'll be next, but at least for the time being. And that's actually something I've been I've been thinking about too. Um, about you know I I had been settled in my previous apartment about twelve years, and I had been settled. And when I moved out, I realized just how settled I had become, about how I had let things pile up in different places about how I had, about how I had, and, and still have sadly because of the move, a lot of doom boxes. Um, this is a term I, I discovered a few years ago. I didn't discover the term, but I discovered it for myself. Um, it's a term that's out there, which essentially is that when you need to clear off an area or there's things that you just don't want to deal with right now, you put them in a box thinking the box is going to be, a way to, in, in the first case, um, clean off an area and, you know, return to a sense of normalcy. You, you kind of get rid of the overwhelm. 
In the second case, it is to get it out of the visual space so that you're not concerned about it constantly to break, presumably to kind of break line of sight, if you will. So the consistency of presentation is it's not there and, and therefore you can kind of relax your sight about it. Out of sight, out of mind. It's a, another aspect of the ADHD as I discover it. But I had a lot of boxes like this where I either had things which I had completely forgotten about uh, and that includes hobbies and things like that, uh, that I've completely forgotten about. Um, or they were not necessarily things I needed to deal with, but things that I had, um, well, I guess in, in part things I had to deal with things that I, I would have to, to, to sort through, find the few remaining things I actually wanted to keep and throw things out. Now that was, that's been a cathartic process of moving this time is that I've been doing that. Um, it's been slowing down, but I've been trying to, to do that. You know, I realized today too, that it's the first of December. I have two different Lego advent calendars and one advent calendar from last year that I never actually got opened. It's not dated, thankfully, um, that I, I haven't even considered doing yet. I, th there's so much about this year that has felt unsettled and out of out of its proper time. November itself seemed like it went by. Um, talking to numerous people felt like it went by too quickly. It went by without the proper notice. It went by without the, the normal acknowledgements. I don't know exactly what it was. Um, but, uh, but the whole year, certainly the latter half of the year, if not the first half, has felt like either it's moving too quickly or it's just moving at the wrong time. To think that this is now December, and and maybe that is the weather. The weather has been misbehaving recently. We've had snowfall since the uh, beginning of November, but uh, it has not been consistent. We had an 11 degree above zero temperature, above 11 degrees Celsius today, which is a you know not what you want to have in the beginning of December. Uh, and maybe that's what the discombobulation has been. But I you know I, I was going to say I rearranged my room. And it was interesting. I, when I first laid eyes on the room, the room is an L shape. And uh, the, in the spot where the L would, would form a square, um, there is this weird-ass closet. Uh, essentially, this is built over the stairs, which go downstairs to the apartment below me. I figured this out pretty soon in moving in. It's not a noisy spot. That's what's really remarkable is despite that, that shape. And despite my conclusion, that's what it is. I don't hear people going in and out all the time. It's not like it's, it's actually, you know, disturbing, but it means that the closet starts about, I'm going to say three feet up and then extends all the way. I think above the normal ceiling, weirdly enough, I think it's a drop ceiling, perhaps in my room. I'm not sure. No, it's not. I don't know, but I have this weird ass closet. And because of that and the rest of the layout of the room, I have on one side, this, you know, basically a big, large part of an L. And then on the other side, another big, large part of the L. Slightly smaller, I think in that case. And originally I had put my bed in one side, um, because it blocked my view because of the weird ass closet to the window, which meant it was really dark. And I liked that part. It also turns out that that's the thinner wall. And that wall is a butting up against my, my roommate's wall. And he is a snorer. I didn't notice this until I'd happened to be up too late and, uh, hit the snoring cycle. And that kept me awake. I wasn't able to get to sleep. It, it's funny what, what can, what can keep you awake? The smallest of things sometimes. Uh, 
So I was determined I was going to rearrange the room. And the rest of the room wasn't working anyway. I had kind of rushed in bookshelves and they weren't, there was nothing on the bookshelves yet. Um, that's another sign that I hadn't moved in yet, but I, I purposely didn't put things on the bookshelves. I had my TV set up, but it wasn't in a way that I could really easily use it. Um, so a couple of weeks ago I had, this was exciting to me because I had the time, I had the energy, I had the focus, I had the drive, and I had everything I needed in terms of tools, in terms of, of, uh, a plan and I rearranged that room. I fit more into that room than there, than there was before. I unboxed my DVDs, which I haven't done in, didn't do in the other apartment. I have not unboxed my books, by the way. They are still scattered and, and, uh, and buried in many cases. But it was, a, it was a cathartic process. Now, I haven't sorted through the DVDs. I haven't even had, had a chance to really use the space that I created. I inverted where I had the spaces before. The bed moved to the other side of the L, and my TV and my entertainment set uh, moved to the, the, the snoring side of the L. It's cozy. It's tight. It's a little bit hard to move around, but it's, it's okay because it's the way that I need to move around. That's another thing I've been trying to figure out over the years. And, and I, I'm one of these people who does occasionally read. I mentioned uh, um, Apartment Therapy is one of my favorite blogs to go back to. I don't read it nearly as much as I had before. I don't feel obligated to. But I still read it from time to time. I receive a couple of different magazines, Food Network Magazine, Delish, Delish Magazine. I've received some HGTV stuff. I watch TV shows occasionally on layout of, of things. And I like Ikea. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, what I, all this is, is preamble background to say that I think I'm developing some of the, the knowledge that I need in order to organize things better. One of the one of the interesting things, and I heard this actually in a podcast the other day. It was not even a design podcast or anything like that. I don't think I have any of those. Uh, I don't even remember what podcast it was. But essentially, it talked about two kinds of space. I don't remember the terms they used for it or if there's common terms. But let's call one working space and the other storage space. Uh, and they're not entirely divided that way, but that's kind of one of the core elements of them. Um, the working space is space that you're going to be using all the time. It, it may, it probably serves multiple purposes. Like in my office right now, I have my desk in front of me. That also is where I eat my meals. It's where I do any, uh, on paper writing. I'm, I haven't gotten back to my, my, um, three, uh, three page a day, uh, writing journal. I'll hopefully get back to that good habit. Uh, it's also where I do this recording. It's where I play my games. It's where I play role-playing games. It's where I run my role-playing. So it, it serves all these different purposes that many of them are related. Um, so it has to be versatile. It has to be a space where I can mostly keep it completely empty and fill it up with what I need. And then most importantly, empty it back to where it's neutral again. This is where doom boxes sometimes become hazardous, but also useful because a doom box means I just take everything that was on my desk that was piling up and I put it into a box somewhere. And presumably once I've put it in there and realized I didn't need it right away, I can then um, focus on, on getting rid of it. I, I literally did that tonight when I was resetting these monitors. 
The other kind of space, the storage space, is the opposite. It's, it's a place you don't expect to use very often. It's a space you, you can accept things sitting for long periods of time that still may not be permanent. And some of the sort of midway range between the two of these concepts is a, a working storage space where you don't have to change it very often. So you accept a sort of pileup of things. Right now, my books are kind of in that phase because while they're in essentially what would be a storage space, I do want to go through and process those books. So I have to figure out a way to make that easier to do. Anyway, that's the kind of thoughts that have been buzzing around in my head, silly things like that, I suppose. But the the concepts of, of you know, other design concepts like feng shui or flow or anything like that don't interest me as much as kind of being able to understand how my spaces are used functionally, reorganize things when I have the chance to do so, uh, and, and, and then use those spaces as they were intended. And I, I've, in both of these spaces, I've also identified when I wasn't using a space that I thought I was going to use in a certain way. And it was important to recognize that, oh, I'm not using it that way. I can eliminate that as a, as a working space and turn it into a storage space. When I did that, I actually gained more space for working spaces. And now the space, the, the areas I'm using feel more open. They feel more usable. They feel more comfortable. Anyway, I've been wandering out loud. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One. I should really talk about Advent. Um, the dog days of Advent kind of technically began. I mean, my Advent calendars began on the 1st of December. This is not an Advent um, entry, and I'm not sure exactly if, what, how I'm going to try to produce during uh, Advent. Uh, I think I've done 12 days, typically, the last 12 days. of I call it kind of my 12 days of Christmas. It's not. It's not even close to the right days, but who cares? This is what I'm calling it. Uh, words mean what I say they mean. Uh, but uh, I am trying to get a couple of projects finished. And now that I'm on vacation, which, as I jokingly refer to, is really half days, uh, maybe I'll be able to to put, some, put something else out together. I don't know. I don't want to not do it. Um, but this year has been so disruptive. I just don't, I have not been planning. It's December already. How did that happen? I have not really seriously sat down and edited a story that I wanted to present. Anyway, all of that means I'm going to try this to, to do this every day and then see what happens. In any case, it's now December the 1st. I will start decorating soon. Technically it's December the 2nd. I will start decorating soon. Uh, and I will war welcome you a hearty Merry Christmas in a non-secular New Year. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if I'm able to do this, I will. So I'll talk to you again tomorrow.